0: Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson, and welcome to the weekly vlog. So, a few years back, I was sitting at Starbucks, catching up with my friend Jessica. And Jessica is a recovering alcoholic. Some might say recovered alcoholic. At the time, she had four years of sobriety. Now she's got a bunch more, maybe ten. I don't know. Lots. And... Um, At the time, she was celebrating four years. Like, I was saying to her, congratulations on your four years. And she said something to me that I'll never forget. She looked me in the eye and she said, yeah, four years is a long time to go without a drink. But it's not very long to have been living life, figuring out how to live life without a drink. And that distinction just hit me between the eyes. So for those of you who've started your Bright Line Eating journey in the last little bit, maybe you're counting days, maybe it's like day 32 or day 112 or day 606 or day 1042 or day 2000 and whatever, right? For those of you who are on your Bright Line Eating journey, like the train has left the station, right? Even a week when you first started, starts to feel like, whoa, look at me. I can't believe I haven't eaten sugar or flour in a week. A new Bright Line Eating Boot Camper actually just said that to me, said, it's been a week and I can't believe I haven't had sugar or flour in a week. Like seven days is a long time to not eat sugar or flour. Like, whoa, each of those days is long and you earn them, honestly, It's like so real. A day without a sugar or flour. And then another day. A day eating only in exactly what you commit. And then another day. Like three days is a long time. Seven days is a really long time. (sighs) I so get that. I so remember my first week 24 years ago off crack cocaine. My first week without a drug. No drink, no drug, nothing. And, uh, at the time I didn't know there was a whole program of recovery I could be working and a whole fellowship of people I could be. So I was just sat, I just sat on my hands for a week basically and didn't pick up that week. And then went back to that one meeting that I knew about the next week with that same guy on that first date who took, took me that first time. He took me again the next week and he was kind of lame, but like, I didn't know that I thought, I don't know, I guess I thought he was kind of my entry and I don't know, whatever. Like I went back with him. Um, I remember that week because I showed up, um, I'd gotten a 24-hour coin the first meeting and the second meeting I thought I was going to get a week coin and they called for 30 days, 24 hours, 30 days. And I was like, 30 days in a row? Like, who does that? Who could possibly do that? Do they have any idea what I just went through to get that week? Like, I, I, it, it blew my mind that I wasn't about to get recognized for that week that I had to get 30 days. Yeah. So I remember what it's like to give up your drug of choice and go a week without it, right? A week is a long time to go without your drug of choice. And, you know, later on in life, my drug of choice became sugar and flour for sure, as it was when I was a kid. You know, food is the first one in, last one out for a lot of us who have addiction issues, right? It's the first one we turn to as a kid, it's the last one we grapple with. In adulthood, after we've let go of everything else that's hurting us so badly, right? Food, you know, then we realize we have to let that go too. So, a week without sugar and flour is a lot. I get that. Um, but what makes this journey interesting and a lifelong journey is that the excitingness, the freshness of figuring out how to really live Really live, like be your best self without turning to food one day at a time. That feels fresh and real and new and challenging and up <laughs> in, a, in a remarkable way for decades. I haven't seen the end of it yet. I'm 15 years in and it is fresh and real and new. I am grappling with stuff on my Bright Line Eating journey that feels like the cutting edge of radical growth. And it's like, I've been doing this for a long time, 15 years, it's a long time. But it's not a long time to figure out how to live life without a drink and a drug or a sugar and flour, all of it, right? So for me, um, when when I started Bright Line Eating, which was four years ago, right? My food journey is 15 years, really longer because I I went into my first 12-step program for food 23 years ago, I've been trying to do some version of using Bright Lines for food for 23 years. Eight years of mostly struggle and mostly not physical recovery, so I don't count the first eight years, really. But then in 2003, when I really put down the sugar and the flour, like I count it from then. But the last four years, well, really for me, it's been three years since starting Bright Line Eating, um... I break my bright lines sometimes. I never, I didn't used to. I used to go years, eight years was my stretch, but you know, a little break, then I'd get another year or two. Like never really broke my bright lines. These days it happens. It happens sometimes during travel, sometimes during a restaurant and sometimes during intense stress. Like I've gotten back into the zone of like, sometimes I'll eat over something. And it's like, I never used to do that. And it's a whole new sphere of like, okay, well, in this journey, I'm realizing, okay, there's a a lesson here, not just for me, but for the tribe, the lesson of really becoming a master resumer, like learning how to really get back on the horse. Because for a lot of people, the food journey is messy. It's not like drugs or alcohol that you can just pack away because you don't need it to live. And mostly society doesn't shove it down your throat, right? They don't socially strong arm you into it right? Your whole world isn't shaped. Alcohol can be like this, but mostly once you get clean off heroin or crack or whatever, um, even pot, like you change your social circle and suddenly your whole social network isn't built necessarily around doing it all the time. So it's a lot easier to be completely extricated from the world where you would even think about smoking crack or shooting heroin or... Even alcohol, you can kind of get away from that scene, right? So um, food is like, in this day and age, it's every day. It's in your face every day. And so um, with the stressors in my life mounting and then the time to practice self-care shrinking, I suddenly found my stress bar and my support bar out of whack. So I talk about the stress bar and the support bar a lot, right? You got a stress bar and a support bar. Stress is fine. I want you to have stress in your life. If you don't have stress in your life, it means you don't have a meaningful enough life, honestly, unless you're retired and you earned it, right? Fine. But like, you know, really meaningful relationships, meaningful work, um, contributing to the world, raising a family, like all of the things, you know, good friendships, all of those things are going to bring stressors into your world. So I don't want you to de-stress your life. That would be ridiculous. I don't want you to be a limp noodle, So wherever your stress bar is, I want your support bar to be higher. And so once I started this Bright Line Eating enterprise, the movement piece for me, my part in that, my role in that has made it really hard to get my support bar higher than my stress bar. I frequently manage it and then (laughs) fail to keep it up again when the next speaking gig happens or travel or whatever, right? Three little kids, they're getting older, it's really helping. And the motherhood thing has been brilliant lately. But um, all that to say, there's a point, this last three or four years has brought a beautiful, challenging new era to my Brightline Eating journey. Because I'm not used to watching myself eat over stuff. Like really, Susan? The leader of Brightline Eating, you're gonna eat over that? Well, you are, so I guess you did. And now what do you do with that? Cause you can't go putting on weight and you can't go being in the food. You're not someone who is in the food. Like my identity is so grounded as being someone who does Bright Line Eating. And if you're brand new in Bright Line Eating and it's shocking and abhorrent to you that I ever break my Bright Lines, yeah, welcome to the real party. Like this is, it's shocking and abhorrent to me too but it's the truth and it's real. So it's all I got to play with. It's not the narrative that I would choose. Like if I were you know, reading the survey, I would take the box of Susan Pierce Thompson never breaks her bright lines. I would select that option, please. Um, but it's not the truth. And I um, have chosen to embrace the narrative that what really matters around here is that we're real and that we square our shoulders to reality, whatever it is. And we don't dig ourselves into a hole because reality is not what we would prefer, right? So my reality these days is not what I would prefer. Now, I haven't broken my bright lines. know. I'm fine, my food is clean. I'm not here to say, oh, I binged last night. I did not. But what I am here to say is that the last three or four years have provided a richness and a texture That didn't exist for the, whatever it would be, 11 years before that, where my lines were so bright for such long stretches, almost always, I mean, really, eight years without a baby carrot off your food plan? I mean, not a baby carrot off my food plan. I mean, never eating a bite of food that was off my food plan for eight years. Now, I'm not saying that that, you know, that I should get the Nobel Peace Prize for that First of all, I know people who've done it for 40 years, no joke, like literally not a baby carrot off their food plan in 40 years, weighing and measuring exactly to the ounce, to the 10th of an ounce, everything exactly what they wrote down the night before. I know people who've done that. No sugar, no flour, three meals a day, always. Um, So I'm not saying eight years is like, oh, whatever. What All I'm saying is that there's texture and richness to figuring out how to live life without food, even if you never break your bright lines. Because the inner journey is so rich, right? Like, if you were a person who turned to food for so many years, for most of us, decades, figuring out who you are again and how to restructure your whole life as a person who doesn't turn to food anymore, that's a rich journey. And... That task is not accomplished in a 14-day challenge or, you know, a boot camp that lasts a few weeks or even five years doing this on a daily basis. Like, it is so rich to do this long term. So for those of you who are newer on the journey, and by that I include everybody who's been doing this less than five years, so everybody pretty much in this tribe, unless you've been in a 12-step food program and doing this for much longer, but most of y'all, I guess I just want to invite you to consider the long-term journey. That it's, it's rich and deep to do this for a long, long time. And you are so selling yourself short if you're thinking this is a diet and you're just doing this to lose X number of pounds heaven forbid, by X date, because you don't have any control over the date you lose that weight by. That's the subject for another vlog. But if you're just doing this to lose X number of pounds, you're missing the whole thing. Because that's not it. That's not the game. The game is, how do I become a person who lives their life and doesn't need to turn to food? And I'm having to relearn that game, because, you know... I learned it in the context of a different life. The context of a life where I was a professor, my classes were scheduled, there were only gonna be X number of exams for me to grade, the work ended. Yeah, I could always tweak my lectures. It felt at the time and the narrative I had at the time was that my work was never, it never ended because the work of a professor can always expand. No, that work ended. I would get to, to a point in my day or my week where there, was, there were no more pulls on me from work. And I could be with my family. I could meditate in the morning. I could do those things. The Brightline eating world now is, it's a whole, yeah. Welcome to the funny farm, Susan. Welcome, welcome to the real gig here, right? Stress bar. Now, I'm great now. I've, I've, I've definitely, you know, if you've been watching my vlogs for a long time, I don't know if you have picked up on this, but I got space in my life now. I am not hair on fire, balls to the wall girl that I was a year ago. I'm not. But I'm still in that zone of like figuring out how to travel and really support myself when I travel with my bright lines bright. Figuring out how to like reconstruct the longevity. So if something really emotionally devastating hits, I don't eat over it. Because here's the thing about breaking your bright lines eating begets more eating. Not because of any real fancy reason. That's just the way the brain works. Like as soon as you carve a fiber tract for the off path of like, oh, maybe I'll eat over that or, oh, maybe I'll eat in this restaurant a little too much or, oh, maybe I'll have seconds tonight. Oh, maybe I'll eat a handful of nuts after dinner. Oh, maybe I'll, mm. as soon as you create the fiber tract for an off ramp off your food plan, it's there in the brain. It doesn't go away and the conditions are so much more ripe for you to do it again in the next similar situation. You do that often enough and now it's really hard to string a stretch of bright line days together. That's just the way the brain works. That doesn't make it impossible and I guess I'm, you know, my task over these three to four years, it's been three, for the first year of bright line eating my lines were immaculate. Uh, is that right? Yeah. It's actually, technically it's for the first, yeah, two weeks shy of one year of Bright Line Eating. My li- I never broke my lines once. And then I had my first break, and then I didn't break them again for four months, and then it was like, whoa. It was sort of, then Then the storm hit. You know, our email list exploded this one week in 2015 by 110,000 people joined our email list in a two-week span of time. And 2500 of them signed up for the boot camp and we had a staff of four and it was on it was on like donkey kong and um, Yeah, the struggle for me started not frequent struggle. I keep my bright lines 95% of the time, but again 15 years is a long time To be on a specific food plan It's not that long to go into a journey of figuring out how to live life without returning to the food. So, think of this as a long-term journey. I know I am. Like, I, there's no world in which I'm stopping doing this anytime. Like, this is me. This is, I'm a bright lifer. I am a bright lifer. I do this for life. So, anyway, just thought I'd Spout off a little bit about that sweet quote that my friend Jessica gave me so many years ago. That's the weekly vlog. I love you. I'll see you next week.